Just some podcast media. The past opinions expressed on various pleasures are those of the host and the guests and do not represent any views of any organizations that we may volunteer for or be employed by. Listeners should be aware that there may, most likely, be profanity and discussions on topics that may require a little discretion. You have been warned. I came from the mud. There's dirt on my hands. Strong like a tree. There's roots where I stand. Oh, I've been wrong. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Buried Pleasures. I'm your hostess with the most, is Pollyanna Amazing, and today I'm uh, almost fangirl geeking over here over my guest. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have to say it. Uh, Ungayu. Ungayo. Ungayo. Damn. Like one rooster. Ungayo. 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 If you speak Spanish, Ungayo. Ungayo. One cock. Rooster. One rooster. <laughs> I love it. Ungayo, welcome to Very Pleasures. Thanks for joining me. And uh, how are you this morning, by the way? I remain delicious. Thank you. Um, uh, I got my chemicals balanced. It's a beautiful gray morning in Sacramento. Nice well, and ugly, I, as a friend of mine used to say. I don't feel bad for you because I'm in the Seattle area. And <laughs> it's Listen, everyone in Seattle always knows, and it snows there every year. And then they all freak out and forget that they had to drive in it last year. <laughs> it's terrible business but i think the problem that, that i have the most is that people here must come from california or other places that they don't know how to drive in snow <laughs> no, no 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 listen and and i say this with love and respect yes uh the state of washington has the worst drivers i've ever seen in my life and i've driven all over this country and in other countries and the state of washington is hands down collectively the worst group of drivers. I agree. I'm, I, I, I'm I, not saying that you are a bad driver, although you've probably you. been in Washington long enough that your driving skills have eroded. No, really, honestly, I drive to work and back, and that's about it. <laughs> right? Limit. Don't give them any time. Stay off the road. Don't yeah. give them a chance to hit you. Oh, that's right. Especially during inclement weather, because you can't drive. But anyway, past all that, we are both on the West Coast this morning loving the gray skies apparently and uh so we're going to talk about some really cool stuff so tell me and the people out there that may not know who the heck you are and i don't know who they may be but tell us who you are what do well, you do? i'm an aquarius oh with a libra rising and a virgo moon if that helps anybody i am a stand-up comedian and an activist and a writer i had a show on netflix uh, well i was on a show on netflix called cooking on high um, I'm the host for the International Cannabis Business Conference series, so we'll be in Barcelona and Berlin and Zurich uh, in 2022. And you may have seen me at a comedy club or two or a nightclub or a bar, depending on where you live. Fantastic. Right? It's not bad. Not bad. I mean, <laughs> if you were going to wake up one day and say, this is my life, that's not a bad life, right? Uh, you know, every once in a while when I'm standing backstage at a weed festival, smoking weed with celebrities or shaking Willie Nelson's hand, I'm like, this is not bad for a little nerd kid from the hood. Right? <laughs> not bad at all. Not bad at all. Sure. <laughs> we can all use a hundred thousand more dollars for other than that. Yeah. Money's you know? money, but, uh, you know, Making good friends is even better, I experiences. think. Experiences. Experiences. we're here for. We're here oh, for experiences. Yeah. Life is meant to be lived. Kurt Vonnegut had a whole thing one time where he was talking to his wife. He's like, I need to. Uh, I need some stamps. I'm going to walk down the street and buy some stamps. And she goes, well, you can just order them online. He goes, no, what, what I mean is I'm going to walk outside. I'm going to pet a dog. I'm going to bump into a homie. I'm going to chop it up with a stranger. I might get a bagel, blah, 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 blah. The stamps are just the excuse to get out and fart around. Right, that's what he said. We're put on this earth to fart around, and I, I kind of agree with him in that. That's a smart 
That's an absolutely amazing observation of how the world should be. And of that's course, it's easier to do if you've written a series of best-selling books and you have a little bit of money to rely on. <laughs> or just have really wealthy friends. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> how much money do you have? Are we going to be friends? Oh, totally. We're friends. <laughs> We're friends already. The moment you text me, Woot, and for all those people out there who know me very well that I text Woot on a daily basis. I'm, I'm good for texting you Woot. I'll text the Woot. I'll text the Yee. I'll text the woot woot. That's right. Listen, once <laughs> once I press woot into the texting thing, uh, predictive text asks me if I want to do a woot with an exclamation point after it. Oh my gosh, that's the greatest thing ever! That's yeah. so awesome. And when you're when you're typing in wood, does it autocorrect to woot? Because mine does. <laughs> no, not yet. That's when you know you that's hit the woot. I aspire. I aspire to get to Pollyanna amazing <laughs> levels. <laughs> I don't of know. Woot, of wootiness. The woot of wootiness. I'm the queen of woot. The queen of woot. Get your woot together. And that's the God's honest woot. <laughs> Speaking woot to power. Woot on now. Um, right. <laughs> the woot shall set you free. You promise to tell the woot, the whole woot, and nothing but the woot. Oh my gosh, this is going to be off the chain. Anyway. You so. listen to that band, Wusted Woot? <laughs> I'm a blue way, I'm a blue way. The Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> they're for the children, and they're also nothing to fuck with. True. <laughs> serious face, you like that? True. Yeah. For those who can't see my serious face and who are listening to this on audio only, check out the YouTube video. It's way better. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, what we're going to talk about today is uh, pleasure. What's your pleasure? What's your pleasure? Uh, I like all sorts of pleasure. I'm a fan. I'm not quite a full-on hedonist, okay. but, you know, have fun, be yourself is kind of my thing. Uh, so pleasure, I mean, you know, a good cup of coffee, a back rub, uh, uh, nice architecture. Look at you. Right? You know, when I mention pleasure, that's one of the things I'm trying to dispel is the myth of pleasure. When you say pleasure, people are like, oh, are you talking about sex? You're talking about doing it, fucking, whatever it is. That That's also do. very pleasurable. Sure it is, but it's not the only one. And your comment about Kurt Vonnegut just cemented my thought of that because we are here for experiences. We're out yeah. for the experience. And if you can have pleasure, and I like Sometimes you, being sad. Uh, for sure. Can be pleasurable. Because sometimes okay. you're supposed to be sad for a little while. Mm -hmm. You know, some, some shit will happen. And my friends will apologize. Like, man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of down. I'm like, bro, you just went through a bunch of shit. Right. You know, be sad. Enjoy that as much as you can. It's what makes us humans. As much as I like to be uh, a Vulcan in the streets and a Klingon in the sheets, you still have to. And, you, you know, you remember, this is one of the things that the, the Star Trek movie reboot got right. Is Vulcans aren't unfeeling, uncaring monsters. They have a lot of emotions and they had to get a control of it. So they didn't kill everybody, yeah. right? There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference between being, you know, a sociopath and being you having emotions and being sensitive and having to get a fucking handle on it so you don't burn the whole world down every day. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. And and who says sociopath, right? Like, who's who's the judge? Who's the jury, right? Yeah. Listen. Right. You know, we put labels on things. But we obscure the things. Yeah. We're, we're label makers. We <laughs> like yeah. to have a slot. <laughs> I don't do. <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's talk about how you got to be an activist. What was it that made you, was it your passion just for marijuana or was there something deeper about that? Uh, I come from a long line of activists. My parents were both Panthers and activists for a bunch of things when I was a kid. So uh, it's always made sense to me. I was in the Peace and Freedom Club in high school. Uh, and then I started smoking pot in college. And I was like, this shit is great. Why, why is anybody going to jail? I mean, but listen, I still remember in sixth grade, we did a, uh, we were having like a model UN or some sort of mock debate or something. My position was, why can't Columbia sell us cocaine? They don't have any money anyway. They need the money. People are going to do cocaine, throwing people in jail. It's dumb for this shit. And I was sixth grade and my teacher was staring at me. I was like, bro, get your shit together. <laughs> uh, so I've been I've been on that train for a long time. And, and one of the things that, that I uh, enjoy about cannabis uh, activism is that you get to kind of 
kill two birds with one stone. You know what I mean? Right. So you legalize weed. You're keeping people out of jail. You're keeping police from harassing mostly minorities. Uh, you're keeping people from uh, losing jobs or losing housing for things like this. You are uh, helping smaller businesses. Supposedly, California is fucking all up, but Oregon and Washington and Oklahoma and, and Colorado, a lot of places that seem to do it okay. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of different causes that can be helped simply by legalizing cannabis or legalizing drugs, and so that's that's how I got into it. And also, cannabis activists generally have the best weed. Okay, <laughs> so right, it's cannabis activists. Right. Then it's comedians, then it's uh, jugglers, and then it's ultimate frisbee players. Musicians are surprisingly fifth. You are really leaving out a huge population of medical professionals. <laughs> I can't say I've smoked a lot of weed with a lot of medical professionals, but you might be right. Well, you know. It's like doing psychedelics with the cats from the, um, what, what are they called? MAPS, the Multidisciplinary uh, something something psychedelic studies theme. oh yeah those for guys sure. always have the state-of-the-art psychedelic chemicals like we changed three <laughs> molecules on this one Here, try that. <laughs> it's not illegal you can argue it you can argue it in court this is mda7 it's not mdaa or whatever that's, oh, the, right. that's the thing that they're doing now too right because it's not so uh they're getting around this whole delta 9 thc is the one that is listed on the dea schedule of prescribed drugs or bad drugs uh so but no this is the this is uh delta eight this is delta 10 so you still get stoned like it's weed but you can argue that it's not illegal because they've only specified delta nine THC. isn't that amazing again labels labels <laughs> put a label the, on it the Let's letter of the law that. sir that's right let's see who can we make objectified by all of this you know it's Labeling. all control issues it's what where do you find pleasure where do i find pleasure like brilliant conversation meeting people who text me woot first off uh. it's it um no i find pleasure in seeing people really truly understand what i'm saying like if it's a difficult like because in my realm of work i'm a nurse practitioner so i see patients of every walk of life every age what have you and to be able to communicate with somebody who maybe even from a different country regardless of their age and for them to look at me and shake their head and say, I understand. Thank you for helping me. Dude, that makes my day. That's so one connection of the, and communication. Absolutely. Connection. Getting your point across. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and telling people what to do. And all being day. right. You like to be right yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to be right all the time. Mm, do you really? Yeah, no, not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you're wrong? I really try to learn from that experience and then put it in my back pocket and never look at it again. <laughs> Do you ever admit it? You'd be like, oh, oh yeah, for sure. That. No, my totally. I've been wrong several times. I've been married three times. Several whole times. Several whole times. That's I like four. Maybe well, five. How many is several? Multiple. How about multiple that? Times. Multiple times. You were married no. three times. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you <laughs> when the shoe doesn't fit, sometimes you have to. I got married once, and I've pretty much been single since then. Yeah. Well, there's not that, you know, as long as you're in a relationship to which every partner and person in it, which is you, believes you, then you're good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's it. You have I to get it. My favorite quote is if you are real with yourself, you can never be offended. And I take that to heart. I know who I am and I know how I feel. And other people may have their opinions, but uh, I, I'm going to hang on to this one for as long as I can mentally <laughs> hang yes. on to my own, my own ability to make decisions. That's, that's where we're going to be. But uh, so you were talking about going to Berlin yes. for this in 2022. Tell yes. me about, first, I want to ask you about how's the pandemic really cut into your ability to connect with people, because that's got to be really tough. Listen, uh, no smoking weed with strangers. Right. No hugging strangers. Right. It's all fist bumps now. And I'm a hugger. So and, you know, threesomes. We, we need more threesomes. We can't just be having <laughs> random threesomes. This is the closest I've been to monogamy in a really long time. Oh, wow. So Clo the closest. I'm, right. You know. Right. I have a uh, a lot of of people out there who enjoy 
the open, you know, relationship lifestyle. And they have. You don't own... say Pollyanna amazing. Sure. <laughs> I do say. Yeah. <laughs> nice coffee mug, by the way. Um... <laughs> you probably think this mug is about you. For those of you who can't see, it's a coffee mug with my face on it. I was going to say, it's not even mean mugging, but just. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm glad mugging. You were glad mugging I'm on there. Mugging. I'm happy mugging you. Oh my gosh. That's I'm actually, awesome. that's, that's that's my smirk. So I'm really smug mugging. Oh, you're smug mugging. Okay. That's going to be a new hashtag for you. Smug, smug mug. <laughs> hashtag it's my pleasure. Um, anyway, so the cannabis uh, <laughs> international thing that you're talking about. The International Cannabis Business Conference Series. Thank you. It makes it sound much more important when you throw business in it yes but i can't imagine that it's all business let's talk about it that. is almost all business is it really well i mean we throw crazy after parties we had yeah, okay one we've had <laughs> sapien we had damian marley uh last time we were in barcelona um so we we throw a good party with dj mugs from cypress hill has done a bunch of stuff with us yeah um, i've done some comedy of course i'm the mc nice um cannabis is bigger we always even in legal states, you tend to think of cannabis as a relatively small industry, even mm -hmm. though it makes $800 million in taxes or whatnot. But you think right. of smaller farms, you think of this and that. Mm -hmm. But it is becoming more and more the agricultural commodity that it kind of could have been before mm -hmm. uh, prohibition. But that creates its own challenges. So now Canada is growing a shit ton of weed. They're actually selling it to Germany. Right. Israel sells weed to Germany. South Africa is trying to get into the selling weed to Germany. Mm -hmm. Malta has wanted to get into selling weed to Germany thing uh, for years and years. And this is all come around. Germany just started itself on a path to legalize. Zurich is looking at or Switzerland is looking at legalization in the next probably three to five years. Mm -hmm. Spain is decriminalized and they're maybe moving toward a model. Uh, the Netherlands are looking at a model. Portugal is great. Is, <clears throat> this decriminalized all drugs and all their drug abuse things have gone way down we, people should be doing it but anyway right. so it's a way for people to come in from all over the world my, my homie alex rogers who started it was really ahead of the curve on this um and so we get people from all over all over the world from from africa countries from american countries from south america from canada we used to do one in, in, in vancouver as well from all over and they come and they talk and they interact and talk about you know because if, if it's a state legalization something it's relatively easy but when it's international then all of a sudden you have to have international agreements and the eu wants to do a certain thing and america wants to do a certain thing and canada wants to do a thing and there's already practices where they're called like um i can't remember what they're called like accepted best practices there's a, there's some jargon for it that yeah. they all throw around at the fucking thing yeah. But, but you know, if you want to do edibles, then that's novel foods. Now you got to work this whole thing out. If you want to ship weed from Canada to Germany, you have to be insured against nuclear missile attack. And yeah, random shit. And I tell these guys all the time, it's not fucking yellow grade uranium. Right. Right. It's just <laughs> weed. People have weed all the time. But I, I would really like it to happen sooner rather than later so I could go to my local weed store and buy some fucking Moroccan hash because that would be the shit because Moroccan hash is delicious and old school and you can't really, you don't really get Moroccan hash and you can make, you can make Moroccan style hash, but it wouldn't be the same, right? If it's not grown in the right. weed fields of Morocco, then it's just sparkling <laughs> concentrates. <laughs> that would just be cool, right? Like, right. I mean, you know, I mean, you can buy California weed in Spain mm -hmm. uh, for a whole lot of money. Oh, yeah. And it's like buying fancy French wine out here, right? Okay. Oh, this is from Bordeaux. It's going to cost you blah, 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 blah. This oh, is yeah. from Napa. It's going to cost you so much money. I was like, I could just drive up and get some. I actually wanted to smoke your Spanish weed. You know, <laughs> trying to figure out. I'm trying to get your vibe on the weed. That's the thing. When you go to Kentucky now or you go to other places, you'd be like, you know, let me buy some weed. They'll be like, all right, man, I'll sell you some weed. Oh, man, this is delicious. Where is it from? California. Wow, well, shit. <laughs> I could have brought you some. All right. That's from yeah, Colorado. That's yeah, exactly. So I have a friend who is a um, he's a congressman, state representative who is in, in the state of Kentucky, who is trying to really bulk up on hemp production like that's natural for the area. Kentucky makes perfect sense. It's it totally you get does. away from tobacco. Well, right. And 
also it's a money making thing. You can clothing, rope, soap, you name it. There's a product out there made from hemp that you can make plastic hemp out of can hemp save the planet. It totally could. And so that whole jargon you were talking about, the legalization, it's all in some higher lawyer person's ability yeah. to write out that jargon. Yeah. And people see who have lots of money it. stick their lawyers on it and try to make the, make themselves the best deal. <laughs> Which is not always, you know, free market economics, but yeah, capitalism right. loves to capitalize. So, right. and that's one of the challenges. And that's one of the things we also push at the International Cannabis Business Conference series, though, more than a lot of other cannabis business conferences, is we try to remind people that cannabis legalization is a social justice movement before it was a billion dollar capitalist enterprise. And let's not forget that. The most important thing is keeping people out of jail. The most important thing is letting people smoke weed. You don't wanna create a legalization where it's just a different form of prohibition right. where only certain people are allowed to do certain things. Like right. in Washington, they, it was a big fight over home growing. And why can't you grow some weed at your house? Right. You can make beer at your fucking house. You can, make, you can put up a still in your backyard. They don't give a shit. You, can, you should be able to grow four or five or six plants and people are going to do it anyway. You're not stopping anybody. Right. You're just trying to throw a charge at somebody when, once you get there. Law-abiding people into criminals. I agree. And in alcohol, I, I will speak from the uh, my voice of being an ER nurse for over 20 years working sure. my shift and never once got beat up by somebody smoking weed. Never. No, you can even ask cops. They'll tell you like when I talk to cops at uh, hemp fests or weed fests and stuff, I'm like, this is way better than a drunken rock concert, isn't it? And they're always like, yeah, man, it is actually pretty, well, All day. pretty cool. You got oh. any more snacks? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, the work that that THC cannabis, what have you does for PTSD, Alzheimer's, you know, my mother has Alzheimer's. She's been for 10 years. She almost 10 years. She was diagnosed. I, I give her CBD um, because I think, and she's maintained pretty well. I can't say that she's, you know, at the top of her class any longer, um, yeah. but she um, she's been able to maintain at a, a level, unlike her siblings who weren't so lucky to be able to do that because she has, she had four other siblings that had three other siblings that had Alzheimer's. Wow. Since, yeah. It's Sorry, a pretty, buddy. no, it's all terrifying. Good. It's well, yeah, because I had, of course I did my uh, 23 and me so I could find out where I came from. Sure. Like, and yeah, You've exactly. got all of her DNA. All, well, I definitely have. <laughs> Your dad didn't even put it in any. Right. It's just like parthogenesis. No, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, you have the, uh, let's die of, my dad died from melanoma when yeah. I was 20, right? So you have skin cancer to die from yeah, or yeah. bowel cancer or Alzheimer's to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. whatever it no, is. Like my mom had a, had a, uh, uh, they had found like a lump or something and they were uh -huh. like, we're going to test it. She's like, my family doesn't die of cancer. We die of heart attacks and high blood pressure. Don't right. even worry about it. And she was right. She died of a heart attack. But uh, your mom, God rest it, it wasn't a lie. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't cancer. <laughs> I've always said that I will never die from cancer because I speak the truth. I like to speak my mind and people who pent up anxiety and anger and frustration are the people who generally you can assume. Is that my, what it is? No, I, that's my that's my I uh, start writing more angry screeds. You should. I mean, they do, they do say that uh, uh, angry people live longer. Do they really? Yeah, it's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm jacked. It's not going to happen. I, I well, I'm generally a content person, but I do have some anger as, <laughs> as is to be expected in given the current times. It is a, a rocky climate out there. It really is. That's what it's when I was when I was younger, uh, there's an old Chinese curse that says, uh, "May you live in interesting times." And when I was younger, I was like, why is that a curse? Who wouldn't want to live in interesting times? You want to be in the mix of shit. You want shit to be blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. now I'm older. I'm like, yeah, maybe we could just, you know, mm -hmm. relax for a year. Can everybody just chill out? Can we not have to fight all the goddamn right? time? Can I was ready to uh, pack up and, and move to a commune somewhere or build my own commune. Sure. <laughs> San Juan Island would be perfect, just so you know. Um, Madrona trees and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I have some places I can go in case of zombie apocalypse. But I'm still uh, of the age where I think I can still make a difference. And so I'm not ready to retire to the comedy. I I was ready. The last few, yeah, the last few months I've been ready. But it's um, hard not to want to. But, you know, we try to think of the Bodhisattva where uh, they uh, postpone their own enlightenment until everyone else is enlightened. Well, just to enlighten you, I am on the path of the Bodhisattva and have been. You amaze me every time you open your mouth, I swear. That's <laughs> because you can't smell my breath from where you are. Thank You'd you. probably be amazed, but in a different way. Because it smells like weed and coffee. I don't know what you were thinking. Oh, well, I don't know. You know, medical professionals, I never take anything for face value. I I'm sure you've it. smelled some horrible breath. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah. 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 Just a little. Oh, yeah. What's that, an abscess? Yeah, you should probably get that looking at no, yeah. no, listen, once you do work in the medical field, I can smell strep. I can smell yeah. cancer. I can, yeah, for sure. You Any know what it smells of, like? I know what yeast smells like. You're like, that smells like chlamydia. You should really get it looked at. Oh, it's okay. No, you look like you got gonorrhea. You need to walk away. Anyway. You look like, right. I used to do a bit about... Uh, uh, this this COVID thing it makes it difficult because it can be asymptomatic. Like a lot of the other ones are easy. Like hepatitis, just don't fuck anybody with yellow eyes. It's very simple, right? Uh, you know, everybody's got H- HPV. Fuck it. You can wear a condom for the HIV. It's cool. But, you know, what do you do? Like you take her to dinner. If she can't taste the dessert, take her home. Like if you can't taste her pussy, get back in your car. Like I don't know how it works because you can't always tell. You cannot always tell. So the CDC recommended uh, like doggy style or reverse cowgirl or like just try to keep your faces apart. And they also recommended a barrier. They're like, try to have a barrier. And I was like, are y'all bringing back the glory hole? (laughs) CDC recommends a glory hole. So now I got to build one at the house. (laughs) Yeah, really, honestly, mail slot in the front door. I mean, you know. They're usually lower to the ground. I'm six foot three. I'm not trying to. My gosh. Well, I mean, you could put it right by the door knocker. Who knows? You could. You could put it right by the door knocker. <laughs> Hello. I knocked up. You know that joke? It's a terrible joke. I'm going to tell you the joke. Anyway. Go ahead. Tell me, Jeff. Uh, woman posts an ad in the in the in the personals. This is back in the day. It was Craigslist and whatnot. It says I want a man. Uh, won't beat me. Won't run around on me. Must be good in bed. She posts the ad. A couple days later, she gets a knock on the door. There's a guy there, no arms, uh, no legs, right? He's sitting in his wheelchair. He's like, hey, I'm here to be your boyfriend. And she goes, what are you talking about? He goes, well, I got no arms. I can't beat you. I got no legs. I can't run around on you. She goes, what about the good in, in bed part? He goes, well, I rang the doorbell, didn't I? <laughs> Ding dong. Ding <All> dong. Right. <laughs> You can ring my bell, ring my bell. My bell. That's right. I love that song. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> so, let's talk about. This is the last time you had your bell rung. No, sorry. Go ahead. Let's talk about. Seven thirty this morning. Anyway, <laughs> we're like, have you ever seen those? Have you seen the bell choir before? <laughs> We were in like the, this is a terrible to say, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir of Bell Choirs. <laughs> Strike that. Let's not use that. But. You wear fancy underwear when you're getting your bell rung? Is that, I don't even know what that would mean. It's just angelic, that's all. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sweet you know, mystery like, of life. Yeah. You know, that whole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Anyway, right. past that. Um, so the international cannabis business conference conference moving past that <laughs> we'll be in Barcelona in uh, wait a minute say bar say Barcelona is it Barcelona 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 I see that they Barcelona this is one of my care. favorite things ever okay so we're past that yo estoy in la plaza la plaza de Barcelona. I absolutely love it. I may even show up. I was that. hanging out with my friend. This is so much fun. Jose Maria Olafable. Oh, that's his, he's a golfer. Jose Maria 
Hola, Pablo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. ¿Hablas español? Uh, un, un poquito. Poquito, sí. Sí, yo, yo también. Suficiente para comer y fumar. I can listen, and, but my, um, yeah, my wrist yeah. back. Sure. No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. Necesitas que practicar. <laughs> anyway, what was your yeah. next topic? I'm oh, sorry. my next. I'm a rambler. I'm full of coffee and sativa, so. It's all right. Um, I am a, uh, a fly by the seat of the pants kind of gal, so we'll just nice. keep going with this. Uh, let's hit on. You were talking about threesomes earlier. We're talking <laughs> about pleasure. <laughs> Subject change. Um, <laughs> hey, was that um, subtle? Or <laughs> what did you have in mind? You're threesome. Anyway. <laughs> you said twosome? <laughs> we'll start with two. Then we move up to three. So um, anyway, I take it that because you are in the comedic lifestyle and you are an uncoupled at the moment <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that the, uh, the the lifestyle is a uh, is a is a source of pleasure for you is that is that something that I do enjoy traveling around and telling jokes and smoking weed yeah and sometimes uh, having adventures okay yes yes I do Fantastic. We uh, we here on Buried Pleasures like to uh, to discuss the the things that most people are afraid to discuss. So, like threesomes? Why would someone be afraid to discuss listen, threesomes? Sexuality and ple- let's talk pleasure. Anyway, pleasure. By the way, uh, listen to my two albums. I have one called Weed and Sex, yeah. and I have another one called Weedier and Sexier. And, uh, I'm working on my third album, of course, right now, which will be weediest, weediest and sexiest. <laughs> And then the fourth album, I'll probably be kind of old. So just be like, let me just get high and look at it. <laughs> Could you go ahead and turn the light off? I mean, I like to do that anyway. <laughs> I can do that anyway. That's better than Netflix. True, true, true. So when you're out traveling, do it well before pre-pandemic. Let's talk. Sure. Let me get back on the track. <laughs> pre-pandemic, when you were out and about as your comedic amazing self and also being an activist, did you find it? Um, did you have like uh, groupies? Huh? Did you uh, have? Yeah. I don't know about groupies. Groupies implies that uh, they follow you around. Mm-hmm. But they don't just follow you around. Like they follow the scene around or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right? They're just into like you don't know any comedian like, bunnies that are. <laughs> they're called chuckle there. fuckers. What are they called? Chuckle, chuckle fuckers. fuckers. Oh my god! I had no idea. Yeah, baseball lannies. <laughs> Band groupies, chuckle fuckers. Yeah. Chuckle fuckers. Chuckle All fuckers. Right. I did not make up that name. Mind blown. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, do you have some, some, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I've definitely met some people. I've definitely had some adventures for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. More than once, even. Some good times. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not out there like, that's not the reason I'm out on the road telling jokes. Right. These days. These days. <laughs> It may have, but I've also time. made a lot of good friends that way too. Like we started yeah. out maybe, you know, with a fling or whatnot, but 15, 20 years later, we're still homies. We still, you know, kick it, not necessarily in a physical manner, but if I'm in right. town, we have, you know, meal, chop it up, right? Life, do some things. I think that that is the we best way. It's, uh, you know, breaking up with somebody and that sort of thing is a shitty time it's never a great time unless it is a great time but when that happens you mean by breaking up like no i'm talking about relationships when you're in a relationship like your relationship that you had with these people um was you know it is what it is and then for you to be able to continue your friendship yeah pretty phenomenal because not everybody can do that no really jealous Uh, some people don't want to do that for sure no and yeah it's cool. I generally try not to have sex with people I don't like. Really? <laughs> now, if I hate you, it's different. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> like you. I was super waiting for that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, everyone. Oh, yeah, right. Um, I, I really do appreciate that joke because there are yeah. a lot of people out there <laughs> There are a lot of people out there who enjoy the monogamous lifestyle, and I applaud them to the nth degree. Um, 
Good luck. I, I, right. Good luck. I had, <laughs> I had some experiences in my life that men cheated, women cheated, whatever, however that worked. Um, it's just a tough way to go, but you have to, it's like you were saying about experiences. You have to be in the moment of that experience yeah. and keep moving. You're yeah. just going. It's not like you're going out to pet a dog. You're going out to get a, a cup of coffee, whatever stamps. <laughs> right. It's right. just creating that. a space. Yeah, no, I definitely had to accept them years and years and years and years ago. Yeah. And I am terrible at monogamy and there's nothing that's going to fix that. Well, you know, it's, it's not necessarily. Human. And it's not a problem. I'm not broken. Right. I'm just not monogamous. But you know what? For I a lot of people, that means you're broken, right? No. So that's one of the things that I tried to dispel here. As long as you're yeah. honest about it, don't be leading people right. on. Don't be ridiculous. Right. Like I tell people all the time, like I'm single. They're like, you're a player. I'm like, no, I'm single. Everybody knows that I'm single. And I like to be single. And I'm really good at being single. We could kick it. We could do it. We could not do it. We go, I love dates. I love to hang out. I love to chop it up. Yeah. Whatever. I just like to hang out and do the things. But it's not, and if that's what you want to do, that's cool. And if that's not what you want to do, that's cool too. We could just be Instagram buddies and send each other playlists or whatever. It doesn't, none of that is a thing. I just don't want, you know, what they call informed consent. Everybody going, mm -hmm. knowing what to expect, knowing what's right. going on so that there's no surprises, nobody's lying. Mm -hmm. And you get more sex if you don't lie than you do if you do lie. This is true. Although I, I think in my case, I could lie. I could just do about anything. and. I'm not going to get any different of an experience one way or the other, in my in my opinion, just because I have been there. And it yeah. doesn't matter what you do. Or also, what you dudes say. are weird. Dudes are weird. Dudes are weird. What's wrong with you guys? No. <laughs> we don't have time. We're only talking for another 40, 45 minutes. We don't have time to get into what's wrong with dudes. We've been trained a whole lot of different ways. You know, I'm... Some have had no home training. As they come, but I definitely... Mm -hmm. You have to unlearn some things, especially when you're 50, right? The, the ways right. that masculinity, you have to learn. We don't really teach dudes how to be quote unquote men. You're right. Right. You kind of have to learn it. And you, sometimes the people who are trying to teach you what it means aren't very good at it. So right. you kind of have to find the spot for yourself. You have to find how you can bring healthy male energy mm -hmm. into any particular scene or space without being an asshole about it. Sure. Right, especially Americans. We like to be fucking Americans. Hoorah! 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 But you have to learn to to speak that out. You have to learn what it means. Yeah, I got you. I know. Um, recently, because I have these teenage kids around every now and again. Congratulations! Yeah, you must have no food in the house. I'm almost done. Yeah. No, I have my 16 year old female is the only one left, and she only eats tuna fish and rice. And you had an Asian child. Well, actually, my husband's Japanese. <laughs> oh, well, so you did. No, but she's not. <laughs> she, oh, so you did. She's the palest ginger you ever saw. That's nature versus nurture right there. Exactly. It. <laughs> That's exactly it. So, yeah, but one of the things that I've tried with my kids as of lately is probably the last five or six years. Changing is, the locks? No, go ahead. Uh, Sorry. No, actually putting the locks on the outsides of their doors. <laughs> I got rid of two of them. One's in college. One's on his own. We're all good right now. But um, is the the definition of relationship, right? So if I'm going to be this open and honest person, what am I supposed to teach my kids, right? And listening to my daughter, she's uh, went out on New Year's Eve, right? The 16-year-old. She went to go to a friend's house and they were going to have boys over, whatever. And, you know, the thought was, do I worry about her having sex or, you know, what, what do I do? What do I, what, do I, what's, what's the words of wisdom from your sex educator, mom? What should I tell you? I'll tell you <laughs> what my dad told me. Spit don't make babies. What a gentleman. I love that. Uh, he's a genius. That shit got me through college. Uh, yeah. I was, <laughs> so my daughter's telling me that she's, they, she, I call her, you know, of course I'm sure yeah. that they're 16 year olds. They were doing shots or something. I'm sure of it, Whatever. but no, they're not mom. It's just, it's just not drinking. But she said, I said, what are you guys doing? Oh, just laying around, you know, all together. And then in my mind, I'm like, 
if I would have told my parents that I'm just laying around on couches with boys and girls at the same time. And again, you know, my daughter has not declared her sexuality to me. She talks about boys all the time, whatever, but I'm just like, okay, are you feeling safe? Are you feeling loved? And that's what I asked. Are you feeling safe? Are you feeling loved? And she said, yeah, we're good. I'm like, cool. Have a great time. That's a wonderful thing to be able to do. Right. Like it is. To remove myself from the thought of, I can already tell you that she lied to me about a lot of things that she did that night. They're young adults. Right. But do my I need kids, to put my mindset in that? No, I don't want to, I don't want to hang my hat on that mindset. I feel sometimes a lot like this younger uh, generation. What are they? The Z's or the Zoomers? I don't even know whatever anymore. Whatever they are. What are we? We're ex- They don't place as much <laughs> emphasis on doing it that we do i know it doesn't even i don't you know i my son is 20 and my daughter's 23 mm-hmm. and and i love them a lot and they're beautiful kids i have no idea <laughs> what they like you know they never bring a girl anything right. my son is like the most private person i've ever met but mm-hmm. when he was trying to decide to go to college like his mom and i were like you know he's like i want a small college blah 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 like, hey there's some nice ones in portland there's some nice ones in seattle he's yeah. like no uh, they have to be far enough away that y'all can't just show up on some <laughs> random shit. You can't just be like, dude, I'm in Portland. Come on out. It's like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, think about it own. from his perspective when kids say, oh, yeah, what's your dad do? Oh. Oh. Well, it's been oh. like that since seventh or eighth grade, since ninth grade or whatever. Dude, your dad was smoking weed with Doug Benson on some random. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's what, that's what does. I saw your dad's purple onion set oh my god <laughs> right? Love purple onion set <laughs> i do um everybody check out my youtube channel ngaio420 i just got a new uh interview with my boy greg proops on my new podcast which is called chopping it up with the guy okay sorry oh, for the promo go ahead no please promo yourself i mean you're follow me on all the instagrams and the social medias ngaio420 that's ngaio420 why because there are 419 other ngaios Gaio, that was a great plug. Thank you. <laughs> if I had a dollar, <laughs> do you have a dollar? Just kidding. I'll cash up you right now. Mm, I just got a cash app the other day. <laughs> hey, my cash app is dollar sign Ungayo four twenty, as well as Venmo at Ungayo four twenty. And if you need to send me something on PayPal, slide into the DMs. We can talk about it. Oh man, look at hey, you. My OnlyFans oh, is Sativa oh. Dominant. What? You have an OnlyFans? I have like one picture on it. I haven't even started charging anybody money. I go back and forth. I don't know. I don't know. Should I start an OnlyFans or should I start a weird, super specific sex site like chubmissives.com or something? Chuck, chuckle missives. Yeah. Chub, no, not chuckle missives. Chub missives. I can say. Yeah, I don't think there's a chucklefuckers.com, although there probably is one now. Chuckle missives. There you Ch- go. Chucklefuckers.com, but that's the thing. Like, I don't know who wants to watch somebody fuck a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> there is might true be what they no, say about you hang around Milton, bro? I'm sure that you're familiar with people who would like that. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Oh, you know. And I smoke the eighth. <laughs> Is that the Delta Eight? Yeah, the Delta Eight. <laughs> oh my God, you're too much fun. Listen, okay, so let's move we're, on. And we're talk still about dressed. <laughs> this isn't only fans. Fans only. What is it? <laughs> well, there's only fans. There's fansly. Oh my gosh. There's mini vids. There's so many different ways. Mini vids. M a n y v i d s. So I've heard. I need to talk to you more often so I can get up to date. <laughs> These conversations are only going to help me to talk to other people. We're here to help. I hope it brings you pleasure. Oh my gosh! And you have your Gandalf pipe. I'm so. I'm Gandalf the Black. <laughs> this is perfect. Perfect. Well, anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, on a uh, scale of zero to ten, that's my pleasure scale. I like to talk about. Okay. Where would you be at right now on your pleasure scale? Well, I'm very pleased. I'm probably like an eight and a half. What? Maybe an 8.75. What would make your pleasure better? 
maybe someone was rubbing my feet right now or my, yeah. my coffee was warmer got you but it doesn't take much yeah it doesn't i mean i don't i've never really thought about it that way it's well, that's how you think about really it. just kind of uh why would you put it on a scale please displease content is content pleasure is pleasure well right. on, on a scale to get people to learn initially how to figure out what they think is pleasure right hmm. i i i'd like for people to define pleasure for me every and day is a good day every moment is a perfect moment i'll tell you a story tell me a story 15, 18, something years, something years ago, back when I was in a band. What kind of band? Uh, Urban Mind Expansion, which means hip hop live band. Most chill slack mob. There's some videos running around. You can find us on Spotify. The okay. album is like 15 years old, so you know, but okay. it holds up. I'm proud of every one of those units. But we were sitting, uh, what was it? The Temple Bar in Santa Monica is the name of the bar. We're upstairs in like the green room, VIP room, and I say we. It's like me. <clears throat> and a bunch of other mid-20s, 30s, early 40s, African-American people, men, women, all, you know, neo-sold up, drinking, smoking, having a great time, chopping it up. There's maybe 15 or 20 of us, and we're just kicking it, just kicking it. It was like a beautiful, beautiful time, right? Okay. And one person goes, man, this is a perfect moment, right? And me, being all zen, I'm like, Every moment is a perfect moment. And he goes, yeah, but this is an easily recognizable perfect moment. <laughs> I was like, exactly. Because sometimes you can't recognize that this is, indeed, right. this is still a perfect moment, even though it's ass and, and not in a good way right now. But you just have to accept that for what it is and create the perfection out of it. So I was like, thank you for the lesson. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I do like an easily recognizable perfect moment, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the moment that you wooted me, I was I was done for. That's easily, easily recognizable. And then the path of the Bodhisattva for me. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, that could my be mentor. Self-delusion. It's weird when you say things like that to other people. Like, I'm trying to help everyone else right. as well as myself. That we can all get there together. Right. And, and so just, yeah, my, my mentor, David Ward Erickson, is... Uh, she is who enlightened me about the path of the Bodhisattva and all of the wonderful things that are Tantra. And um, I really appreciate it. <laughs> She's a pretty awesome chick. It's good to have she a, wants to be. a code or an ethos or whatever. Uh, right. Well, you know, growing up in Bible thumping, Kentucky. <laughs> the buckle of the Bible belt. For sure. Y'all foot washing? Were you allowed to play cards? Was no, it anal sex we were only? Not, not allowed to play cards. We were not allowed to wear um, pants. No. Or on the farm we could, but, you know, or out and about. I guess. But, um, you know, my grandpa yeah. built a church and everything. Right. It was only like anal sex till college. No. No. Virginity. Virginity. It's Kentucky. Oh, um, <laughs> you know. man ain't good enough for his own family. Was that any any woman ain't good enough for her own family? Oh the terrible jokes. The terrible. They're, they're terrible. They're terrible. They are. It's all right. Though. I forgot. Your brother has the truck. Oh. I'm not even going to tell you that joke on, on the air. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, in person. <laughs> I'm awfully joke. kind to a point. Yeah. I'm anyway. <laughs> so, what do you see uh, in your future? What's going? What's going to be? your um what's your legacy what tv funny man when guy obelum found dead in his bathroom i don't know uh i just you know campfire rules always in full effect generally i try try to be that kind of person um more activism more jokes podcasts i'm uh, i'm a fairly simple cat i just want to travel around and tell jokes and smoke weed so whatever i can do to create that Right. is what I do. So if that means that I have to write articles for Leafly or the San Francisco Chronicle or SAC News Review, which I do, uh, then I'm going to do that. If it means I need to find some more sponsors for my podcast. We need sponsors for my podcast. Find me on the I Instagram. just found out I have a, a sponsor today. Congratulations. Right, you want to give your sponsor a mention on the air or is well, it a secret? I think it's a secret yet, okay. but I mean, who cares? It's CBD Stat. It's a company out of Vermont run by some phenomenal women and 
discounted prices for medical professionals. That's what I like. I, you know, CBD in all stat. this CBD stat, S T A T like CBD right away, right now, stat right now. That's medical jargon right now. Right. Yeah. And that's what we all do. Right. But you yeah. No. Stat. Have you ever said stat in your personal life? <laughs> yeah. Motherfucking stat right Mother- now. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me my coffee. Fucking stat. <laughs> now is stat short for something? Like where did the phrase stat show up in the medical you know, community? That's like, a, what's the uh, etymology? I, you know, etymology? I'm I, really honestly. Did you say entomology? Etymology. It's the etymology. It's etymology bugs. is bugs. Etymology. Is bugs. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to research the answer to this and come back on the show. Or better yet, how about this? I'll come on your show. You're going to come on my show? If you make me. <laughs> I don't know if I can make you, but I can make you want to. Aww. or help you want to that would be awesome come on my show <laughs> oh my gosh now we are gonna have to discuss the medical reason why <laughs> the safe is- words oh i'm sorry armageddon <laughs> the boundaries and safe armageddon. armageddon that's that's not first word though is it armageddon <laughs> second word <laughs> apocalyptic dystopia here's the dystopian apocalypse dystopian apocalypse years ago this um probably six well he's probably in his 70s 70 year old security guard that i worked with at hospital on night shift sends me this email with this link to like it was a radio show so <laughs> they were talking about it's supposed to be like in the vein of an old-timey radio show okay. and they were talking about how um it was, it was just written it was read as a news report basically like flash this is this and this is that you know that kind of thing and um the basic gist of it is is that somebody was filching <laughs> using a um felching what how do you say that well, the gerbil two different meanings gerbil felching filching is to still felching is to thank you do things felching thank you for that clarification but anyway so um the the thing is is that the gerbil gets stuck in there so the other person gets a lighter and <laughs> apparently he's looking for the gerbil in the tube and the gas pocket inside shoots out and so safe word armageddon <laughs> armageddon <laughs> it's a funny thing i'll send it to you You'll laugh. were you ever an er nurse yeah 20 years 20 years so you've seen all manner of insertions i totally i have oh constipations i'm gonna text you some pictures impacted <laughs> bungholes for sure you know the sad that well the sad and the funny of that all of it it's like what's wrong with you you just need to shit that's your problem You'll be so right the sad and the funny of it all basically is just that um you know you are the only person that people can tell their secrets to sometimes Sure. And so when that happens, <laughs> you know, like, hey, I'm stuck. My mom was out of town, so I was using her dildo in her top drawer. I need help. Yeah. Slide you a note, right? Yeah. And um, that's how I think that's how I kind of got into wanting to and teach you people about. You don't stop and say it really loud. Oh my God, you have a dildo stuck. <laughs> no, but you know, if you're really quiet, if you're really quiet, sometimes you can hear it. Wow. Well, when they sit on those metal beds it's still vibrating and i this is not to poke fun at people who are trying to explore themselves did you say, did you say poke fun uh-huh okay. <laughs> always always with the jokes over here but anyway <laughs> those are the people that made me want to uh to do better like that was my bridge to communicate with people was to be like oh okay Make so fun you- of them when they have stuff stuck in their Listen, what we do at the station is nobody's business but our own. But Not at all. But Between in front of me, people, you and the ring light. <laughs> right. It's um one of those things where if you wanted to put a hairspray can in your vagina, then I need to know: Do you need help? Do you styling your pubic hair? <laughs> Was it an accident? <laughs> well, did somebody not teach you to use implements? I mean, like there are toys out there. They're safer more um, reliable sources right, right. Yeah. things you that are not you don't going go to play golf with a rake true and you you don't really 
Well, I was going to say something terrible, but I'm just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me in person. Totally. Um, <laughs> but the great thing about what I am seeing in this interview and from what I saw with your videos and your cooking with cannabis show, totally awesome. Um, <laughs> I went to a cannabis uh, kind of a conference in Lima, Ohio, by the way. Sure. If you've never been to Lima, I've Ohio. never been. Well, to Lima. They, have, they have the original Cupy, which is the original Wendy's, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know. But there's a really cool dude up there who um, is running a collective and he's all about making sure that people know that cannabis is, can be good for you. It's good for the community, especially in Ohio, which most states have issues with drug abuse and, and, you know, addiction issues. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's one of the realms that I have worked into addiction medicine, trying to find a way to make something that is just that simple. Uh, you know, a little drink of THC, a little smoke of THC, a little, whatever, whatever infused, whatever you want to do. Studies have definitely shown that cannabis as opposed to being a gateway to harder drugs is a pathway from harder drugs. For I, I believe that. And I then, believe that. What's the new phrase now? California sober. Yeah. All you do is smoke weed. Like I don't do any of those other drugs. Man. I just smoke a little weed. Medication. Again, it's California sober. And that's it. And, and people just need to know that those, there's places out there that you can um, learn about cannabis safety and yeah. the benefits of cannabis and the benefits of cannabis in food. That was what I was uh, in initially intentionally trying to talk about. My weed doctor is always after me to eat more weed food. I don't eat a lot of weed food. She's like, it's better for you. It goes all through the whole thing and through the whole body. I'm like, I just like to smoke weed. She's like, no, you need to, you need to eat some weed. <laughs> Maybe you need to eat some weed. Maybe I, your liver would appreciate it. My liver probably would appreciate it. Actually, it up. <laughs> <sure> my spleen. <laughs> You're great. Well, listen, it has been a pleasure having you. It on has my been show. an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for letting me come on your show. What? You're welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. But again, <laughs> let's do your uh, social media shout out. Put all N G A I O four two zero Ngaio four twenty on all the social medias. That's the Instagram and the Twitter mostly, but I do lurk on the Snapchat and I pretend to have a TikTok, but I really, really don't. Um, you can uh, find my new podcast. You can listen to my old podcast, Rolling with Ungayo at radio.com. You can find my new podcast probably, I don't know when this is airing, so probably a week from whenever you heard this on all your regular podcast streaming things, or you can go to my YouTube channel, Ungayo420, N-G-A-I-O. N-G-A-I-O, Ungayo was his name, Ungayo420, and find all those things. And my website, Ungayo420.com, will probably be up in the next couple of days. I'm just finishing it. Oh my gosh, that was a lot of info. Okay. Well, I've done a lot of things. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Just a few? I'm old enough where I've, I've had some experiences. Well, I'm going to tell you, when I mentioned your name to a few certain people, my friend James, as a matter of fact, he's, he's, in, he's a 20-something. He helps me do some editing sometimes. He was so geeked about you being on here. Shout out so. to James for being geeked <laughs> for me being on the show. <laughs> he's such a little sweetheart. But anyway, um, you can find me just about anywhere. Uh, no, buriedpleasures.com. You can find me on any of the podcasting platforms. Look us up, Buried Pleasures. And I'm also on Instagram. I have a TikTok. I have all of those things. So look at my link tree on Twitter. It's there. <laughs> That's what I like to say. There's too many things. But if you really want to get me, woot me up. Gaio, thank you so much for being on here. It's Pollyanna amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. You are welcome. Woot. And to Woot all you're welcome as well. <laughs> We're going to keep wooting so to as we go out. <laughs> oh my God. You woot. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Have a great day. Bye.
Sunrise on the sun.